Direct from the edge of the lunatic fringe, it's the Raleigh James Show. gets underway and emphasis on Monday night. I say that because there's usually replays on Sunday nights at midnight. We're not live then. So if you're listening on Sunday night in the middle of the night, don't call. Well, we get your messages, <laughs> but we don't answer the phone because Monday night trivia happens on Monday nights. And that would be, what, 10 p.m. Central Time on WGN. And if it is Monday night, well, well, do I ever want you to participate? And I've got all sorts of ways to encourage that. The prizes aren't worth the postage, but we have fun. And we do mail you something. So there is, a, is some, uh, some reward there, including a certificate. So 888-876-5593. That's 8888-R-O-L-L-Y-E. That's the number to call. Now, if you remember, if you were listening last week or last night on the replay, as far as that goes, you'll remember that we determined the most misspelled city in America was Pittsburgh. And we asked, what's number two? And we gave you a week to think about it, so I'm expecting answers. Now, if you don't like my categories, you can have your own anything, if you know something about anything. And of course, all the bumpers are up for grabs every week on Monday night. And here is the deal. Bumper Stumpers A to Z, letter J, part one. All the groups or the artists' first names start with the letter J. So that's the deal. Now, James has had plenty of time to think about it, which is always a danger. I mean, which is always a wonderful thing. James, welcome to WGN Radio. How's it going? Fine, how's your blood pressure? Well, we don't want to talk about that. But thank you very much okay. for the cards. We we got them, and that was so kind of you. You're welcome. Uh, okay. Well, we uh, well, hopefully it is uh, well. Here we get we had yet today we had seventy nine degrees. Yeah. <laughs> well, that won't last. <laughs> And we are, yeah, we're going to have eighty four tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you're, you're not you're not done with chilly temperatures yet. Oh no! In fact, it's supposed to storm and rain the next day, and yeah. then we go down the down the long winding road down to the to the to the low to the middle forties to upper to mid to low fifty. Yeah, by the end of the week. Hey, it's it's Chicago. Well, it's spring everywhere. I think yeah. uh, that that's about all you can count on. Yeah, and of course, hey, okay, without the rain, they, let's put it this way. That's the one 
that's the one uh, good thing besides being near one of the largest freshwater uh, bodies of, of water is that at least you're not worrying about, although, of course, since the city on the previous mayor got into the meter thing of metering the water water thing. Mm. <laughs> Love yeah, it. Was, yeah. Okay. And so, yeah, it, okay, basically. And then, of course, adjust uh, uh, is up with the cost, okay, on um, um, people who decide not to go into the meter thing, even though supposedly guaranteeing that we, that we won't get uh, hit with a big one if we, for at least seven years if we do go for meter, but that's another, another, another question altogether. I want, I want to at least put this guy, I hope I can put this guy out of his misery. This is the second part of this question. All right. Well, so the most misspelled city is Pittsburgh. And we should also point out that all these cities that we're talking about have at least a quarter of a million people. So they're not small little towns. They're sizable cities. And, of course, keep in mind that you can probably think of dozens of places that would be more likely to be misspelled, but probably fewer people are likely to attempt to spell them either way. So it has to be a city people are writing at some point enough to misspell it. So with all that in mind, you usually have dozens of offerings. So we'll start with chance number one. What do you think? Honolulu. No. It's nice, though. Des Moines. No. Sacramento. No. San Bernardino. No. Williamsburg. No. Okay. We're coming up on number six. Okay, so those were the top five, and those weren't right. Number six. Pocatello. No, like I say, about a quarter of a million people. Pocatello would never have, you know, I mean, let's get real here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, funny thing, yeah, Montana gains a seat. But that's all I'm going to tell you about whatever's been new. Yeah, well. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> California loses a seat. Well, that's always good. Okay. Uh, let, let's see. Let's, let's, let's go down to, okay, Amarillo. No. Okay, Brownsville. No. Okay, we will go with uh, uh, Kansas City. No. Neither Kansas nor uh, Missouri. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, okay. Uh, okay. Juno. Juno, no. Anchorage. No. Okay. By the way, to put this in perspective, Juno has about 32,000 people, and that includes the legislators. So. <laughs> okay, yeah. But I, I said, might as well get the West yeah. Coast and, uh, and, uh, and the two non-contiguous out of the way. Well, sure, why not? It's not Fairbanks either. They don't have many more than that. Might have actually less. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Um, okay. Mm. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't think. Um, let's see. Um, I, I somehow wouldn't think. Uh, uh, no, I wouldn't think. Uh, 
Corvallis. No. Okay. See, I'm just amazed Uh, that you think there are that many people in places like that. Okay. Well, it's happened. I'm thinking of ones that, well, I know, like, uh, since uh, sometimes, especially on closed caption, you see certain names of cities get butchered. And so I'll say, oh, that's got to be, that's one, that's one that's got to be. Like I say, we'll, Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll limit it to cities that have at least a quarter of a million people. Okay. Uh, hey, well, let's see now. We're going to go with, and it's, uh, <laughs> okay, Minneapolis. No. Okay, I think we probably have Milwaukee. Nope. Um, let's see. Um, Baton Rouge. Nope. Okay, Tuscaloosa. No. Okay, let's see. Uh, I was going to say Los Alamos, but I know it's not not even fifty thousand. Yeah, and and well, Tuscaloosa isn't isn't even a hundred thousand. So you're. <laughs> it's nice that you think there are more people in these places than there are, but no, uh, absolutely not. Uh, if you said Santa Fe, Birmingham, but of course Birmingham, I said they got enough people. You're right about that, but no. Okay. Um, okay, we're going to go with... Uh, Give me two more. Okay, we're going to go with... Uh, um, uh, no, that one wouldn't, wouldn't make sense. Uh, uh, um, uh, I keep thinking about... Uh, Somehow, I keep thinking that this uh, misspelled one is in the South for some reason. I have no comment. I'm going to, no, I know, I know. I'm not going, I wouldn't expect you to give, uh, no, yeah. no, that wouldn't be right. Right. We're, we'll, okay. we'll give you the thinking music here, so. Go ahead. Shout it out okay. when it comes to mind. Okay. Okay, I am going to go with, uh, uh, oh, I can't think of that. Uh, I was trying to think of, uh, right. of that. I'm going to let you regroup uh, because probably no one else will get it real soon. So regroup and call us back with your next glut of answers. Okay. All right. Thanks, James. Oh, so, and he started out so strong, too. He was just convinced. Well, the only thing wrong was they weren't right. But other than that, they were perfect, really. Oh, we have Bill and Balaton and Covington. Jan is in New Lenox. All right. And he wants trivia. It says trivia, Raleigh, North Carolina. So are we doing, like, triangle trivia? I don't know. I can do Raleigh, North Carolina trivia if you want. I don't know. We'll talk about Crabtree Valley Mall or something. We'll think of something. All right. 888-876-5593-8888. Raleigh on WGN Radio.
Stumpers A to Z, we're working on the letter J, part one tonight, so that is an artist whose first name starts with a J. 1961 on Storm Records, and that was a huge Pittsburgh hit because it was a Porky Chadwick record, but yeah, this guy went on to other hits, and uh, you you would know his name, maybe not associated with this, however, but you know what? You're an instant winner. Now, John said... You idiot, Jan's guess is Raleigh. All right, so Jan in New Lenox, Illinois, welcome to WGN Radio. Hi, Raleigh. I um, had a couple of guesses last week, and I thought it would be ironic if it was Raleigh, because, of course, they don't <laughs> spell it right. No, well, actually, <laughs> they do spell it right. I don't. I, uh, But no, it's not Raleigh. Okay, thank you very much. Thanks for trying. Call me back. appreciate it. All right, oh, so good deal. No, it's not. Now, uh, several people sent email. We didn't. I when I hold the bumpers over, no. I, I mean the uh, the questions over. No, I don't. Uh, I don't engage by email because I, I want everybody to have a fair shot the next live show. And so, Shelley in Chicago, welcome to WGN Radio. Yeah, hi. Um, I have a son-in-law who comes from there, and I can never spell it. Uh, Cincinnati. Yeah, the reason I say that is several people emailed thinking it was that. No, Cincinnati has three N's and one T. Okay, good. I'll try to remember that. <laughs> yeah, that's all you need to remember. Three N's, one T. Okay, thank you. All right, thanks for calling. Appreciate it. But everybody thought it was Cincinnati. And, you know, it is terribly misspelled. People want to give it two T's all the time. And uh, uh, a lot of cities like that, but not Cincinnati. All right, so we got Bill and Bella. Welcome to WGN Radio, Bill. So um, if I remember correctly, you said that the criteria was that the city has a population of 200,000 or more. Yeah. Okay, well, I had difficulty with with a large number like that because in my case, I can count up to 20, and uh, then I've got to put my shoes back on and and call it a day. Yeah, I was going to say use your toes, but you already are counting counting up to 20, but, uh, well, maybe you have to cube it. Yeah, well, let me me give it a go anyway. Um, Some of these cities may not have quite 200,000 people, but... They're fun to say anyway, and this may be my very last chance to say them on the Raleigh James show. So here we go. All right. Um, going to start out with Sioux Falls. No. Okay. Does Sioux Falls have, Sioux Falls have 200,000 people in it? No. Absolutely not. Okay. Uh, it, it, has, okay. it has close. I shouldn't say absolutely not, because it, it has uh, about 175,000. So, you know, okay. it's certainly the biggest city in South Dakota because Rapid City has about 75,000. Okay. Well, and, I was off by a mere 25,000. That's, that's pretty close. It's for bigger me. than anything in Nodak. I, I think the biggest you get there is Fargo with about 122,000. 
how did how did NODAC get its name, or should I ask? North Dakota, NODAC. Ah, uh, okay. Got it. <laughs> okay. Right. I it was a- well, what do you call <laughs> it? But <laughs> obviously well, not that. Well, but, yeah, I was going to say for a minute that I thought it was some sort of palindrome, but then I realized it doesn't make any sense backwards either. So, okay. No, no. no. Um, and actually, <laughs> you, I'll have you know that uh, NODAC is a very well-known abbreviation. They have the NODAC Electric Cooperative. They have the NODAC Insurance Company. So uh, NODAC is uh, well-known. Okay. Well, at, at least I know it now uh, in any case. So, yeah. Um, my uh, my second guess is going to be Corpus Christi. No. Okay. Third guess is uh, Albuquerque. No. And, you know, I would guess Albuquerque, too, and all I could figure is that nobody must write it. You know, maybe there's never a reason to cite it other than murder rates per capita. Yeah. Well, um, my, my next guess, I, I don't know if, if this place has 200,000 people in it or not, but it's a lot of fun to say anyway. So I'm going to go with uh, Cucamonga. <laughs> well, that'd be a suburb. No, uh, I hope it doesn't. No, no. Cucamonga and Rancho Cucamonga, no. Okay. All right. How about good old Walla Walla? No, 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 no. Well, but are you count- okay. are you counting the prison? I don't know. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Uh, next one is going to be El Segundo. No. Okay, and then finally, uh, a semi-serious uh, guess here: a uh, Spokane. No. Okay. All right. Well, that's it for the uh, for the starter question. Um, can, can I give it an alternate question to go? Please? Of course. What category do you want? Well, I was hoping to to do something based on fads and crazes. Of any particular era? Uh, well, how, how about we go with it with 20th century fads and crazes? Well, let's, let's narrow it down, like the 1920s. Uh, sure. Okay. Sure, the, the 20s sounds good. That's exactly yeah, or, where we'll or, pick it yeah. up. Or what? Okay. Well, I was going to say either the 20s or how about the 1970s, because I think the 70s had some pretty interesting fads because everyone was still hungover from the drugs left over. Everybody's still uh, hungover from the from all the drugs they took in the 60s. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll try to pick something that isn't disco. Hang on. We'll pick it up right there on WGN Radio. You've heard the noise they make, but let me introduce my new Rocket 88. Yes, it's straight, just one way. Everybody likes my Rocket 88. Baby, we'll ride in style, moving all along. Smart and designed, black convertible top, and the gals don't mind. Sporting with me, riding all around town for joy. Blow your heart, Raymond, blow! 
I'm Raleigh James, and it's Bumper Stumpers A to Z. And so, this artist's first name begins with a J. We're doing J's tonight. All of the groups are the artist's first names start with a J. And that's a gift. That was a hit. In 1951 on chess. So that's all I'm telling you. I, I, I will speak no more. All right, so we have Bill and Bella. And Bill uh, wanted 70s fads or crazes we have one it was the mid-70s and it was really only for six months but it became the hottest gift of the decade what was it oh is this the pet rock yes absolutely oh wow okay you know for a minute there i thought you meant streaking but that that's more like a gift that uh, you're better off not giving. Oh, isn't that the truth? Yeah, Gary Dahl, no relationship to a disc jockey similarly named, uh, was a copywriter in the Bay Area, and he created the Pet Rock. And of course, it was the booklet that came with it that was the uh, that was the craze. And uh, and so it was that he became a millionaire over that because he sold them for three dollars and ninety five cents, and he got a full dollar for each one. And within six months, they sold well over a million of them. Yeah, I, I guess, uh, as I say, it was a matter of uh, everybody still being hung over from the 60s that uh, that made that Pet Rock so popular. Well, it was, and he uh, he took the proceeds and opened a bar, called it Carry Nations. He attempted some follow-ups, sand breeding kits and Red China Dirt. Uh, neither of them were quite as uh, as attractive, to, uh, to say the least, but he's no longer with us. But in 2000, he won the fiction contest at San Jose State University. It's a sponsored competition awards authors for crafting particularly bad purple pose. He defeated 4,000 entries from all over the world. Here's his winning sentence. The heather-encrusted headlands veiled in fog as thick as smoke in a crowded pub hunched precariously over the moors, their rocky elbows slipping off land's end, their bulbous craggy noses thrust into the thick foam of the North Sea like bearded old men falling asleep in their pints. Wow. <laughs> I have no idea what the prize was, but uh, it's a tongue-in-cheek contest that's sponsored by the English Department of San Jose uh, uh, State University, and uh, entrants are invited to compose the opening sentence to the worst of all possible novels. You know, I have to ask, Carrie Nation, that's not exactly a name that you'd, that you'd positively associate with alcohol. So I have to ask, was, was Carrie Nations, was that an alcoholic bar? Yes, of course. And that's why it was named that for, uh, for Carrie Nation, the radical member right. of the temperance movement. That's exactly why he named it that. Right. Yeah. I, did they have a saying, lips that touch liquor will never, never touch, touch mine? mine? I have no idea. Oh, dear. Well, I was going to say, I, I guess that I guess that must have made for a lot of lonely people, well, but uh, anyway. <laughs> he picked a bar because he was in a bar when he got the inspiration for the pet rock. He was at a bar in Los Gatos listening to friends complain about their pets, and he joked that he had the perfect pet, a rock. And uh, that led to the uh, idea of instructions. And, of course, the instruction book was the real product. 
Well, I was going to say it. It. it uh, I, I thought something along the lines of uh, it must have been the booze talking there. But, yes. Uh, I guess a combination of that and the fact that he came up with it in the seventies. So right. Well, you asked for the seventies and you got it, so you are a winner. So we send you something. <laughs> All right, hang on, don't go away. Oh. Yes, pet rocks. Well, it could have been worse. It could have been a disco question, but no, we wouldn't do that. Well, I might, but I didn't. All right, so we'll get to uh, Tom and Covington. And remember, we're working on a trivia question. I expect answers here. Uh, Last week, we tackled the most misspelled American city and determined it's Pittsburgh. So what I'm asking now is, what is number two, the second most misspelled American city? And it's got over 200,000 people in it easily. So, uh, you know, as far as that goes, you'll run out of cities eventually if you just think about it. So I want your calls. 888-876-5593 is 8888-RALEIGH. I also want your calls on the bumper stumpers A to Z. We've done Oma Liddy and Rocket 88. And we'll have several more coming up, probably one in moments, right here on WGN Radio. Country. Bumper Stumpers A to Z on WGN. We're talking about the letter J, part one. All the groups of the artist's first name start with a J. And yeah, that's a big beach music hit. It was on Atlantic, too, in the 70s. So, yeah, somebody should know that. <laughs> well, we'll see. And 888 876 5593 Raleigh is all you got to dial to be a winner. Now, we have a question in play. What is the second most misspelled American city? We determined last week the first one was Pittsburgh. What's number two? It's got over 200,000 people in it, so we're not talking small places. All right, so 888-876-5593. That takes us to Tom in Covington. How is it going, Tom? Oh, it's going pretty good. It's nice and cool tonight. Yay. And sounds like James has maybe recovered from the sprained ankle. I hope so. It's been a long time since I had one. I'm not looking forward to another one. No, absolutely not. No one you know, no one is. Now let me try the cities. All right. Uh, I'll try Peoria, Illinois to start. Nope. Okay, let's go to Pennsylvania. How about Wilkes-Barre? Nope. Harrisburg? Nope. Erie? Nope. 
Well, I learned one new town tonight. I never heard of NODAC before. Well, it's not a town. It's an abbreviation for North Dakota. Okay. No, I'd never heard it. Oh, well, that, that term before. Yeah, now you have. <laughs> yeah, well, makes sense. I just never, never heard it before. Mm. There's always going to be something I never heard. Well, right. Uh, it's probably not used very much in Louisiana. Well, we got a lot of expressions. I remember oh, my, yeah. my, my cousin out in Texas got upset because we were caught. <laughs> yeah, there are some things that's just difficult to explain to a foreigner. So, let's see. I guess I will try music again since I blew the other stuff. <laughs> Well, you do pretty well at music. So what uh, what year do you want? Well, I'll try 57. All right. Let's see what we have for 1957. All right. 1957. So, uh, oh, well, I hope so. It was a very well-known record. So 1957. Here you go. It is a group. They are Philadelphia based. Long, long and lonely night. I cry my eyes out. The Andrews and the Heart. Yes, absolutely right. Very good. Yes, 100% right. Yeah, well, some, some nights the brain works and other nights it just well, comes up blank. It's on target tonight, Tom. Congratulations. Hang on, we'll get that address, and you are a winner. All right, so good deal. We'll get to Mark and Nancy and Harvey and Lisa, and we're still working on that city, the second most misspelled American city. And, yeah, it's got about 200,000 people in it, so you should uh, you should be able to do this. We'll have another bumper stumper coming up as well. But right now I want to want to talk about the uh, CC Pocket Radio. Uh, if you went through the content of my purse, you'd find RJ45 adapters for USB-C ports. You'd find a pocket constitution, uh, probably a pamphlet on success by Paramahansa Yogananda. And then you get to my CC Pocket Radio. Yeah, it is one of the most po- popular pocket radios on the market today. And for good reason. It has unbeatable reception, AM, FM, crisp, clear audio for its small size. And you can listen, of course, with the earbuds that are included tune for voice clarity or the built-in speaker considering the size of this radio and it's small is pretty darn good there's five memory presets so you can instantly select your favorite station it's digital by the way not a slide rule dial it also makes a great emergency radio because it's got a lighted dial and the weather band with a weather alert very lightweight very durable yeah i'm hard on my toys and i haven't destroyed one of these yet it's easy to hold with rubber sides and a pocket clip it's ready to go anywhere and it's worth taking a look at. Go to ccradio.com anytime, ccradio.com. The only caveat is if you're a radio fan, get ready because you're going to have to have something. And maybe it's the CC Pocket, not expensive either. Now, to order, you can also call them at 800-522-8863. That's the C-Crane Company, 800 522 T-U-N-E, or I say your best bet is to go online to ccradio.com.
com and see it for yourself. You tell them Raleigh sent you. By the way, it's also available at REI, Bymart, and Amazon. Take a look at it. The CC Pocket Radio, one of my faves from the C-Crane Company. I'm Raleigh James. It's WGN Radio. His first name starts with a J. So who is he? He's from Atlanta originally, but that was recorded in Houston on Jetstream in 1966, which pretty much narrows it down if you're familiar. And again, we'll see. 888-876-5593-8888. Raleigh and Graham in New Jersey is going to take a guess on one of our bumper bumpers. He heard something he knows. So what'd you hear, Graham? Rocket 88. By uh, Jackie Brenston. Absolutely. And his Delta Cats. You betcha. 1951 yes. on chess. Mm-hmm. You. I just happened to hear that song recently, and I thought it was really, really good. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's been around since 1951, so it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's 70 now. So did you hear it for the first yeah. time recently? No, no, okay. I've heard it before. Okay, Remember, right. I'm a car guy. Yeah, I know. So you could you you absolutely have heard Rocket 88. And yeah. and I've rebuilt a number of uh, Oldsmobile Rocket engines and I do own a Pontiac. So I own oh. a car with a Pontiac 400 in it that makes lots of noise. Yes, I'll bet it does. Mm-hmm. The stainless exhaust makes a really really cool sound. My neighbor asked me one one day, he says, yeah. "Could you do me a favor?" When you go out for dinner at night, could you please not warm it up for as long as you normally do? Ooh. He, he says it sounds really yeah. cool, but you do keep me up at night. Now, by the way, you do know that song's not actually by Jackie Brinston. You're right. It is on the label, and that's what counts. He performed it. Right, but do you know who actually sung it on that record that you heard? No. Ike Turner. No. Oh. Yeah, it was Ike well, Turner and the, King, all up. and the Kings of Rhythm. And there's a lot of stuff okay. like that. Just like All American Boy is not by Bill Parsons, that's Bobby Bear. 
And so <laughs> stuff so like what, that. So what did they do that just to mess with us? No, no. Often, uh, in in terms of All American Boy, it was just a screw up at the pressing plant. Uh, it happens, okay. uh, and and you'd be surprised. Uh, I could probably name half a dozen records where that is the that is the case. And uh, uh, you know, Brenston uh, did obviously uh, you know sing on it, but uh, he wasn't the actual composer, though he gets writing credit for it. And, uh, you know, one of those So things. he got money for nothing. Well, yeah, but, of course, who knows what the labels Probably didn't get much. Yeah, right. I was going to say, wait a minute, it was on Chestonia, both dollars. All right. So, yeah. But either way, it certainly says uh, Jackie Brenston on the label, and that's what we were after. You are a winner. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, all right. Hang on. Don't go away. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, Ike Turner. Absolutely. Sam Phillips produced that record. So uh, there's a whole interesting story on that if you ever want to read it. And, of course, lots of interesting stories on on the Rocket 88. If you want to read that as well. All right. I I have a feeling in my bones. I can feel it. I can feel it that we're going to have a winner. Well, We'll see. On the second most misspelled American city. That will take us to Nancy, and she is in Chicago. So, Nancy, welcome to WGN Radio. Hi there. How are you tonight? All right. What do you think? About the city? Yes. I would guess Tucson. We have a winner. You're absolutely right. Everybody wants to put the S before the C for reasons I can't figure out, but you're absolutely (laughs) right. It is Tucson. Yeah, all right. You're a winner, Nancy. Hang on. We'll get all your information. We'll send you something not worth the price of the postage, but hopefully you'll like it. Don't go away. All right. So, Thanks so much. Yeah, my Bye-bye. pleasure. Thanks for calling. All right. And Lisa from Dundee was thinking maybe it was Phoenix. Yeah. Well, that's probably true, too. But Tucson was the winner. Harvey wanted to guess on that uh, as well. But Nancy was first in on Tucson, so she is the winner there. And Mark from Groton wants to talk about 70s fads. We'll do that. But i got to give you another question. All right. So here you go. You can be thinking about this during the news, and we'll reconvene. An official survey measuring trends among Americans every year since 1972 shows a long-term gradual decrease in this since the latter 1980s. Gradual decrease in what? And this is among Americans. What have we seen going down, down, down? 888-876-5593 is 8888 Raleigh. I'm Raleigh James. It's WGN Radio. Radio 
I'm Raleigh James and hey for Chicago. That is a gift as far as bumper stumpers. Bumper stumpers A to Z. We're working on the letter J, part one. There's a lot of J groups and artists. So the group name or the artist's first name begins with a J. And of course you know who that is. What's the name of it, by the way? Yeah. I expect uh, I expect a name there. All right, couple couple things on uh, Jackie Branston and his Delta Cat. So I was saying the Delta Cats were actually the kings of rhythm, and they were rehearsing in Clarksdale, Mississippi. And Branston sang lead in the rehearsals. He's listed as a songwriter, but Turner led the band, and he actually composed the song. And what happened when they got into the studio was Turner pretty much took over. Still Brenston's voice on that, but uh, took over and really, uh, really produced it. And uh, if you hear it, there's a sound that is like nothing else. Uh, Probably one of the earliest examples of distortion. Yeah, you know about the fuzz tone guitar and all that. And what the deal was on this was that on the way to record it, they dropped the amp and just decimated it. And uh, they're on Highway 61, and they uh, they stopped. I think they had a flat tire when they were getting everything out of the the trunk. The uh, the amp fell out, and so what they wound up doing was stuffed it with a bunch of wadded newspapers. And they weren't going for distortion, but that's what they got. And when Sam Phillips heard it, he liked it. And he said, no, you use that. And uh, yeah, so uh, uh, so somewhat fortuitous as far as uh, that goes. And so I mentioned it was on chess, which it, which it was, but it was recorded in Memphis at Sam Phillips' studio. It got to number one on the R&B charts. And uh, the record was supposed to be credited to Ike Turner and his Kings of Rhythm featuring Jackie Brenston, but instead the Reddit the the record was credited to Jackie Jackie Brenston and his Delta Cats. And uh Turner was not pleased and uh he blamed Phillips because Phillips is the one who licensed it to chess. And uh Turner and the band got twenty dollars each for the record. And uh since Brenston was heard on vocals, he sold the rights to Sam Phillips for $910. So, number one, and uh, yeah, Turner got 20 bucks, so did the band members, and Jackie got 910 And there were interesting discussions of whether this was the first rock and roll record. No. But but Ike Turner contends that it led to that, and you can read all about that. She'd be interested. So that's, that's, the, uh, that's the deal on that. Now, on the cities, I mentioned uh, we had a winner from Nancy. Tucson is the second most misspelled city. Pittsburgh is the first. Others frequently misspelled, rounding up the top 15. Cincinnati, Albuquerque, Culpeper, Virginia, Asheville, North Carolina, Worcester, Massachusetts, Manhattan, Phoenix, Niagara Falls, Fredericksburg, Virginia, Philadelphia, Detroit, Chattanooga, and Gloucester, Massachusetts. Now, exactly why anybody would write half of those, I have no earthly idea, but there you have it. Now, as for the present question an official survey measuring trends among americans every year since 1972 shows a long-term gradual decrease since the latter 1980s gradual decrease in what 888-876-5593-8888 raleigh all right so we're having two winners here we'll get to scotty in a moment but thomas a first-time caller who is from Torrington, Wyoming. All right. Said he recognized her. So we'll go with Thomas first. Hello, Thomas. 
Hello, how are you? All right, thanks for listening. Why are Why are you listening? <laughs> I gotta ask. Well, I'm actually at work. I work at a prison, and I'm driving the perimeter tonight, and I listen to you a couple times a week. That's great. Well, thank you. Thank you for taking me along. Thank you. So, what did you hear you know? Uh, New Lover by Jackie Ross. Absolutely. Yes, you are a winner. Thank you. So, hang on. We'll get your address. We'll mail you something not worth having, but hopefully you'll like the certificate. Don't go away. All right. Thank you, Riley. So, thank. Call me again. That's great. Uh, love to uh, love to hear from Wyoming. And uh, yeah, making the rounds. All right. Now, Scotty from East Chicago. Of course, you get to win too because you both called in about the same time, and you knew that. Yes, uh, Riley. I want to thank you. One thing. Tell me more. I want to thank you for keeping Duwap alive. Oh, that's so nice. Uh, yeah, I tried. And you know, <laughs> when I heard Dream On and Dream of a Lifetime, they sound better today than they did back in the day. Yeah, I know. And we took it so for granted back then that this would be around forever. And also, I'd like a uh, request for two more records. Yes. Uh, Andre Williams, Just Because of a Kiss. Oh, wow. Okay. And Nolan Strong and the Diabolos, The Way You Dog Me Around. Ooh, good choices. All right. And I keep you keep the wop alive. All right. We'll do our best. Well, you're a winner, and hang on. We'll get that address again. We'll get you something in the mail. Oh, and he got, they got it already. Oh, okay. All right. Then good deal. And I enjoy your show, Riley. All right. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. All right. Bye-bye. So, good deal. And i got to write these down because otherwise... Now, now, by the way, Carol's been terrific. She's been making lists of my uh, requests because uh, I always forget. And uh, she's not letting me uh, letting me do that. I'm writing Nolan Strong down. And the Diablos. Nolan Strong was just the absolute best. Talk about underrated. And uh, he was on Fortune Records. And boy, there's a story there, too. All right. So... So, Harvey's in Chicago. Welcome to WGN Radio. Hello. What are we working on? Uh, well, I uh, I had a couple of short requests, but I'm, uh, the number one question is uh, gradual decline. I'll guess it's sleep. No. Oh, that's a good guess. It's not, though. No. Okay. Um what I was more interested in telling you was that uh, I was surprised that that T.J. Lubinsky from public television, the young man or or middle aged man now, yeah, has got uh, does his own DJ, and I think he yeah. knows quite a bit about R and B. And I was wondering if you would attempt to. Uh, interview him yeah i know tj i haven't spoken to him in several years you know the reason he knows so much about this is his grandfather was herman lubinsky and who owns savoy records in new right i know you've mentioned that yeah before. yeah I so but i had but i had no idea that i never had any idea that he had his own street credentials that he himself yeah. has done a lot of uh DJing. Oh, yeah, he has. And everybody turned that down. All the PBS stations in Pittsburgh finally uh, bid on it, and we're so glad they did. Sure, I'll, uh, I'll have, uh, I think we got his phone number around here somewhere. I'll have John try to hook us up with that. Be happy to do that. Uh, okay. And then uh, I was just going to say, do your bumpers have to always be cut off? Can you go the full length no. of the bumper? Or, no. no? Okay. I, can go, I can go 90 seconds. Okay, then the other thing I wanted to, uh, I've got one other, two other things. One other thing I want to say is, 
I'm just like Scotty is. I really enjoy what you do. I wish we could have more of you and less of the uh, conversation, but I realize the station wants to talk, so... Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, I don't think they'll be going all do up all the time anytime soon, but you can always listen to KJAA. You know, I, I play them on, uh, on my little AM right, here. Right. So I have, I have done it. Yeah. And the uh, final thing, I don't know if this fits in right or not. Funny how time slips away. Ooh, okay. Uh, now, my, my favorite is the Joe Hinton version. Okay. Is that okay? It's, yes. Yes. All right, yeah, because I, I know Jimmy Elledge had the original hit, and of course uh, Willie Nelson wrote it, but the Joe Hinton just, he nailed it. I love that record. And uh, oh, while I'm on a roll, let me ask you, I'm curious about, you, you work for Billboard, I'm just curious about what your opinion is about Hollywood Reporter and all those variety and all those entertainment magazines yeah. in Hollywood. Well, they're all they're all co- they're all co-owned now. When I worked for Billboard, it was still the original ownership, the the Littleford family out of Cincinnati, and Billboard was an outgrowth of uh, the original Billboard of what later became amusement business. Uh, it started as a Carney magazine in the eighteen hundreds, oh. and so I used to love to sit in the archives room and look at ads for things from the turn of the last century, like Circus Needs Fat Lady, things like that, and it was. All about that level of county fair type entertainment, and then when music and recorded music became big, they spun off the fair, you know the the earlier business into amusement business, and the Billboard became the music publication. Uh, while I was there, the Littleford family sold it, and when they did that, I knew I was going to leave because it was never going to be the same, and it's not sort of like Broadcasting Magazine, which I loved when Saul Tayshoff owned it, and I thought that was a great publication. But of course, uh, after he died, and it. Uh, got sold off that was the end of the broadcasting yearbook in the magazine as we know it well whatever whatever you can do on um fire is your road trips is the other thing that i was interested in that uh you have quite a knowledge of the united states and and especially being on the road so i'm interested in that when you can all right well thanks for calling i appreciate it you you do a fantastic job thank you great to have you listening call me again all right so okay bye-bye yeah, uh, driving the interstates when I got when I got my driver's license at sixteen, I was determined that I would drive the U.S. interstates. There weren't as many of them then, that's for sure, and the trees weren't there. Yeah, now when I'm on the interstates, I, I'm always grousing about that. Where did these trees come from? I don't get to see anything anymore, and it's just uh, not the same. I used to joke I've completed the interstate system, which is more than the federal government ever did, but uh, they're they're a much longer way now. And for years, I had my protest route. I wouldn't drive uh, I-19 from the border to uh, pretty much. Tucson because it was in kilometers. <laughs> I was just upset about that. But uh, I, I've since done it, but under some duress. All right, so 888-876-5593. We will get to Mark and Groton in moments right here on WGN Radio. I'm coming down, 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 coming down with a hearty.
Bumper Stumpers A to Z. We're working on the letter J, part one. All the groups or the artist's first name start with a J, and that fella is no exception. 1963 on Sue. Who is it? You're an instant winner if you know. We've got a question in play as well. An official survey measuring trends among Americans every year since 1972 shows a long-term gradual decrease in this since the latter 80s. Right here in the USA. Long-term gradual decline in what? 888-876-5593-8888. Raleigh, you don't like my questions? Well, you can have your own category, and we've proven time and time again it can be virtually anything. So, Mark in Groton, Connecticut, welcome to WGN Radio. Hi, good to hear you again, Raleigh. Thanks for calling. Um, I'm glad to. Um, I was thinking about, uh, you, you remind me so much of a very nice, wise woman I know in Groton here. Um, her and her husband were in the Navy in the, um, many years, and they both went to the same elementary school hmm. and the same high school. And have you ever been to Anoka, um, Minnesota? I've driven through it. I haven't spent a lot of time there. Yeah, you remind me of, of her. She's a very nice, wise, oh. very nice person. Okay. Uh, yeah, and here the, the second, I, I'm trying to remember my four main points and the thing I'm, things I'm thinking of mm-hmm. on the phone. <laughs> and the second thing is <clears throat> you were talking about the uh, music group that had, um, they had the piece of their uh, amplifier because they dropped it together yeah. with newspapers. Yeah. It, it reminded me of when I was a little kid, I used to try to reach out in the radio, and I think it was the Penny Saver, or it was a thrift store. Right. My parents got me this old shortwave radio. It had leather over wood, I guess, mm-hmm. as, as the cover. <laughs> it was really old, but the knobs would fall off. So that the biggest thing I remember of that was um, I'd, I'd reach out to, like, Radio Free America or wherever, <laughs> and whenever because the knobs would fall off, it was metal mm-hmm. underneath, and I'd, yeah. I'd get a big shock oh. when I would touch the metal. Well, especially in winter. Oh, with the, oh yeah, with the, with the static <laughs> yeah. thing going. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I got my four main points now because it was about seven. My call is about seventies trivia, and you sparked my because uh, I'm a wonder man. I'm one of these local. That's my logo on one of these local little Norwich radio stations here. Uh-huh. So I'm always asking questions. <laughs> oh, okay. And um, so you you talked about the pet rock. Yeah. How it got its birth. You know the thing I remember when I was a little kid. My parents used to like to go to Provincetown, Massachusetts, to watch people. They'd sit on the bench and watch people all day. Uh-huh. And back then in the seventies, do you remember the um, the Invisible Dog? Yes, absolutely. With the, with those leashes where it was a hard metal, so they 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 would kind of look like you were walking a dog. Of course. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember that. that. I'm glad you remember that. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yes. Yeah, and the, the other thing was about uh, you were talking. 
I don't know where it comes from, but you were talking something about the, oh, the 70s trivia again, the mood ring. Oh, yeah. My question is, because I'm Wonder Man from Norwich, <laughs> Connecticut, is, um, you know how the mood ring changes its colors? Yeah, right, uh, based on galvanic skin response, of course. Yeah, now, when they have the, um, I guess it's probably the cheapest thermometer to get, to find out if you have a fever or not. Yeah. There's this thing you put on your forehead. Right. And it doesn't, one of them doesn't change, but it goes to a different segment and the colors change to get your, uh, you know, your yeah. your temperature. Sure. My question is, for everybody in Chicago and the Midwest, did the mood ring and that type of thermometer have anything to, the forehead thermometer, have anything to, uh, do they have anything to do with each other and the way, the way they both get the colors? Oh, from the, from the standpoint of temperature, yes. Hang on a minute. Don't go away. We'll talk about that and more coming up right here on WGN Radio. Another day, these tears are falling. Since you went away, my heart keeps calling. Each tear from my eyes can make you realize Why can't you see the way my heart is calling? I'm Raleigh James. Bumper Stumpers A to Z. We're working on the letter J. So all the groups or the artist's first names begin with J. It's J part one because there's so many of them. So 888-876-5593 is 8888-Raleigh. And we do have a question and play. An official survey measuring trends among Americans every year since 1972 shows a long-term gradual decrease in this since the latter 1980s in America. Long-term gradual decrease in what? All right, now we're talking to uh, Mark in uh, in Groton, Connecticut, about uh, mood rings and thermometers. And you asked about the strip thermometers, the forehead jobbies, compared to the mood rings. And you know, they're probably equally accurate, <laughs> meaning, that <they're, laughs> meaning that they're not. Uh, they, they do work on the exact same principle as far as that goes. And what it is, it's uh, thermotropic liquid crystals. And I say liquid crystals, in the hot phase, they're pretty damn close to liquid. In the cold phase, they're more closer to a solid. The crystals twist. Now, that changes the molecular structure, and then that alters the wavelengths of the light in terms of what's reflected or what's absorbed, and that produces the different colors. So that that's basically the way they work. They are not terribly accurate as a thermometer, but it is the same thing now. In terms of the strip thermometers, they were probably patented around the same time as the mood ring, uh, because that was all happening big time in the... Uh, 
in the 70s, and I'm trying to think of the name of the guy who had patented it for, uh, for, for thermometer use, and I, it's not coming right now. Maybe it will. But in any event, um, it, uh, it's used in aquariums or home brewing or, you know, mood rings. That's all fine. But in terms of uh, to actually display body temperature, it's, it shouldn't be anybody's first choice. Yeah, so I bet you the people that did the thermometer one doesn't didn't, didn't really want people to know it came from the mood ring because well, no, then... no, it, was, <laughs> it didn't come from the mood ring. Uh, what I'm saying is the yeah. the work with this technology was going on thermochromic liquid crystals at the same time for various usages. So it oh, isn't, okay, it isn't like someone said, "Oh, mood ring." Well, I can use this as a thermometer. No, it's the <laughs> it's not it's not that Bob Parker. That was his name, Bob Parker. Uh, he patented it, and uh, he was a Californian, and. Uh, in any event, no, I don't. I don't think that he based it on mood rings, but they both were playing with the same theory, which was heat sensitive crystals. The thermal. Oh, okay. So that that's so, how that yeah. works. Now, the reality is that uh, you know the mercury thermometer has never been surpassed. Uh, in fact, I, I read an article a while ago that said people's body temperatures were lowering, and I couldn't get through the article without laughing because no, they're not. It's the <laughs> Is that the current thermometers underestimate? You get yourself a good old uh, mercury thermometer, and you will see an exact reading. You don't get that with the infrared either. Oh, okay, okay. Well, thank you for investigating that, Riley. Oh, you know, <laughs> I, I, I sure enjoy your show. Well, it's great to have you listening. Call me again. Okay. Bye. Okay. Thanks. thanks. Yeah, I, that's one of my pet peeves are those those thermometers, and I'll be damned if I'm giving up my mercury thermometer. Is not going to happen. And uh, although I guess at some point the mercury police will come and get me. And I was reading somewhere a while ago that they created uh, a hazmat situation when some kid broke a thermometer at a school in Minnesota, and they they literally closed it down. I'm like, People are crazy. What uh, what kid alive didn't break a thermometer at some point? And then you play with the mercury and one big ball and lots of little balls and all. And, you know, I, I, to the best of my knowledge, nobody attempted to eat it. I don't think that would be very healthy. But other than that, no, nobody keeled over either. And they work, which uh, which to me is the, the bottom line. They work. The, uh, the infrared things are uh, notoriously – now, I won't say inaccurate. Now, the mood ring stuff, the, the strip things, they are inaccurate. There's not a real concordance between what, uh, what a mercury thermometer and a strip will tell you. But – there pretty much is with infrared, except it underestimates uh, temperature, and pretty notoriously, actually. All right, well, I digress. Yeah, don't I always? 888-876-5593 is 8888-RALEIGH. An official survey measuring trends among Americans every year since 1972 shows a long-term gradual decrease in this since the latter 1980s. Derek is in Chicago. Welcome to WGN Radio, Derek. Hi, I enjoy your show. Thank you. This is my this is my first time calling. I hope it will not be your last. Okay. Um, well, I have I have two guesses that are very closely related. Okay. And uh, the first one is marriage. Nope. And um, as a, a, a one that's related to that would be divorce. Nope. Well, they're both great answers. They're just not right. Mm. And and while I was on hold, I thought of maybe a third one. Okay. Um, uh, attending church. Nope. 
And by the way, I wouldn't be surprised if all of those are on the decline, but that's not <laughs> what survey says. No. <laughs> all right. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate the call. I'll do it again. All right. So good to hear from Derek. Now, 888-765-593-8888. Raleigh. Uh, James, of course, can be counted on for many guesses. We'll get there. Leah and Marcus Hook has some guesses. Hillary in Pennsylvania. Donovan in Vancouver wants 1962. Wow. All right. Uh, Donovan clearly was not alive or even even being thought of at that point in time. But I like 1962. It was a swell year. We'll pick out something that hopefully he'll remember. Well, he won't remember it, but hopefully he'll know. And there's room for you, too, as we play Monday Night Trivia. Got another hour and oh, about 15 minutes of this. So 888-876-5593. You want a category? I'll find a question on WGN Radio. Why don't you write me, darling? Send me a letter. Tell me you love me, dear. Make me feel better. I love you. Yes, it's you I adore. You I adore. When I first met you, darling, I realized, and for you, dear, I did have I. Please, darling, won't you send me a line? Send me a line. I miss you so each day, although you're gone away, I guess all of you more and more And as the days go by I sometimes often cry To see your face possible Counted my blessings WGN Radio, I'm Riley James Bumper Stumpers A to Z We're working on J's And that's an obvious one Well, I think so anyway 1955 on RPM Who? Are they? All right. So we will uh, we will get to some answers, but I want to get to Hillary because her phone is going dead, and she's got a request, which we'll try to play this week. So, Hillary, what do you want to hear? Excuse me. I just took a sip of water. Mm. Pardon ain't, me. Ain't that always the way? No, brother. Um, Del Shannon's uh, runaway. Del Shannon's runaway. All right. I'll do that for you. You betcha. Oh, Bonnie Raitt was here last year with the man... Well, you, I think you heard, you heard of it. Um, when you were here in Philadelphia years ago, she did a great cover of that. And I wanted to go see her again because she does a great cover of Runaway. Soulful, beautiful music. It's good music here in Philadelphia, as you well know. Yeah. And I miss you. I'm so happy that I found you again. Well, I am too. Show. I am too. And you will hear Runaway this week, I promise. Okay, great. All right. Thanks a lot, Ron. Thanks. Appreciate it, Hillary. All right. So let's see. Jefferson in Chicago has a guest on our trivia question. So, Jefferson, welcome to WGN Radio. Jefferson, are you there? How are you? All right. How about you? I am. Well, good. Me too. So I'm fine. How are you? Good. All right. I'm going to take a guess uh, on your question about what's precipitously declined since the 1980s. I'll say smoking. That's probably right, but that's not what I'm looking for. All right. 
but thanks for trying. I appreciate it. Do it again. You bet. All right. So, yeah, there's probably a ton of right answers. But in this case, this official survey measuring trends among Americans every year since 1972 shows a long-term gradual decrease since the latter 80s in this. What? Gradual decrease in what? Leah in Marcus Hook. Welcome to WGN Radio. Hello, Leah. Hi, Raleigh. How are you tonight? All right. How about yourself? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Um, I guess I heard the question wrong. I didn't hear that it was a trend. Um, but then I heard you the second time, and I said, oh, okay, my answer won't work then. Um, I'm going to say um, probably how big a family you have, like how many children you have. That's interesting. That's not right. But what was your original answer? IQs. I'm sure that's right. That's not the answer to the question, but I I absolutely <laughs> believe it. Anyone who has a customer service run-in would be on your side on that one. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, thank you for taking my call I'm anyway. Glad, I'm glad you did. Thanks, Leah. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Yeah, I mutter my mantra all the time. I say, please, dear God, don't let them vote. Yeah, it really comes down to that. All right, so... 888 James, like I say, is going to have a lot of guesses. Scotty in East Chicago heard some bumpers. He knows Ken in Chicago. Ah, he heard a bumper. He knows. All right. And so Donovan in Vancouver wants 1962 music. But let's get to Ken in Chicago. What did you hear that you know, Ken? Oh, that was an easy one, Robbie. The Jacks. Absolutely right. Oh, we that's easy. Why don't yeah. you ride me, darling? Yes. Uh, you're right. 1955 on RPM. Oh, Okay. Yes, I got a, uh, I got a comment and a, and, a, and a joke. All right, all right. Uh, uh, let's see. Last week you were you were playing all those risky. Oh yeah, those risky. Oh, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, I mean, after listening to that, I become a lawyer, loyal listener. <laughs> after listening to them, Molly, I felt like taking a shower. I know. I know the feeling. <laughs> and, you know, I, I forgot to play Can't Do 60 No More, which maybe I'll play this week, because I love the open it where, where, where she goes, he looks yeah. terrible. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, there was a reason why those groups did those risky songs. Don't you know that? What? Yeah, it's because those groups were up, they were up against a lot of stiff competition. Oh, you didn't. You just didn't. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, well, ever ever since I did that that the, that you know montage, so to speak, I cannot get Big Ten Inch out of my mind. You know, Moose Jackson seems to be with me everywhere I go. <laughs> oh my God! Okay, I got one joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah slightly slightly risky, but you got a second second delay. All right. Uh, uh, actually, the station you're, you're does. The... I don't. Go on. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, the United States Army. Just developed a new camouflage condom. Did you know that? Really? Yeah. So the enemy can't tell whether you're coming or going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Many years ago, I had a guest at KOA in Denver who was she was the fun lady, and it stood for for us now. And she'd have these Tupperware. They weren't Tupperware. You can figure out what they were. In any event, she sold a lot of them in Utah, I can tell you that. But she sent me, like, tons of her stuff. And I remember generic rubbers for cheap. Well, you fill in the blank. And all that. But she sent me this one thing. And 
It was the best thing for cleaning the ring around the tub that I ever had. And she called me back and she said, how'd you like the products? And I said, oh, it was wonderful, this thing. And I went on and on. And she said, yes, isn't it lovely? Uh, I said, yeah, it gets the ring off the tub better than anything else. Never heard from her again. Yeah, you're probably like, that's not what it was meant. Right, right, exactly. She wanted to send another one. <laughs> like, no, 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 oh, don't send my. another one. Yeah. But, yeah, it was just perfect for that with a little Lysol. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Well, the uh, the uh, soldiers in World War II used to cover cover their muzzles of their gun, guns with it to keep the water from coming out, and that's true. Yeah. Yeah, they did, yeah. They were well, survival kind of. Well, you, you, yeah, they used it. Get what you, protect, you, you uh, why not? Yeah, I guess emergency water balloons, I guess. Yeah. I <laughs> well, all right, we, we, we've we digressed and devolved to this. Hang on, we'll get that address. We'll mail you a prize. Thanks, Ken. All right. Okay, so, thank you. Good, Bye-bye. Good deal. So, uh, so yes, it, it's come to that. All right. So, oh, I didn't, never mind. Well, we'll get to uh, Scotty and James and Donovan. And you, too. we got another hour of this, you know, coming up on WGN Radio. Except I don't think any other record came out on it. Actually, I think it was 69. It was before 70. They used to play all the colleges in the South, Vanderbilt, I remember them there, and uh, Al- most of Alabama schools as well, and Atlanta. Just great little soul group. So, who are they? 888-876-5593-8888, Raleigh. And let's see, Scotty from East Chicago. I'm sure he knew the Jacks. I wouldn't doubt that for a minute, but he heard some Elsie news. So, Scotty, welcome back. Yeah, I knew the Jack, but wasn't that Jackie Wilson I heard? Yes, my heart is calling. It's from the Whiskey. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, nineteen sixty. Yeah, that wasn't one of his biggest hits. No, it was, it was an album. But it cut. made me think of No Pity, and yeah. your favorite is uh, Am I the Man? Yeah, I love Am I the Man. That's my fave. Yeah, I like No Pity. Yeah, I like that too. No Pity in the Naked City. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I thought I caught his voice, though. Yeah. I, I couldn't think of the song, though, but I caught his voice. Yeah, My Heart is Calling. It was on the Whispers album. Okay, then. Okay, then. I knew the voice. Yeah. Well, as usual, you are 100% right. Okay, then. And I'm enjoying your show as usual. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it, Scotty. All right, right. bye-bye. So we're going to have a 1962 song for Donovan. I have already picked it out. And James has plenty of trivia guesses, and, you know, we have a question to play. Of course, all the bumper stumpers are up for grabs. Anytime you want them, you hear something you know, you just call in. i got a fine record coming up right after the news. A fine, fine, super fine record. 
Well, you'll, you'll be the judge of that, I suppose. An official survey measuring trends among Americans every year since 1972 shows a long-term gradual decrease in this since the latter 1980s in America. Long-term gradual decrease in what? And uh, like I say, the bumper stumpers are all up for grab. We're on the letter J, so the group names or the artist's first name all begin with a J. And if you don't like that, you can have your own category, and as I prove, caller after caller, sky is the limit. Whatever you know something about, I got a question for you. Coming up on WGN Radio. I'm so tired of living the life. I'm so tired of breaking my mother's rule. I wanna stop, think it over. Take it over James, Monday Night Trivia, emphasis on Monday night. If you're listening to the replay on Sunday night after midnight, we're not live. We're live on Monday nights, though, from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. right here on WGN Radio. So, if it is Monday night, I'm live and I'm waiting for your call. 888-876-5593-8888. Raleigh, if it's Sunday night, well, enjoy listening, but don't call because I'm not here. All right, that's right. I'm no longer living. Well, not Sunday nights anyway. All right, so now we're working on several things. Of course, all the bumpers are up for grab. Bumper stumpers A to Z. We're on the letter J, part one. All the groups are the artist's first name. Start with J. We got a question. An official survey measuring trends among Americans every year since 1972 shows a long-term gradual decrease in this since the latter 1980s in America. Gradual decrease in what? And if you don't like that, well, fine. You be that way. Just take your own category, whatever you want. I have got questions for you. All right. Now, hanging around for a while, Donovan in Vancouver. How's it going tonight, Donovan? Not too bad. Just enjoying the show. Well, thank you. Thank you. Now, what I've done... Uh, go ahead. Quick little... Uh, I've been reading as I... Um, uh, uh, Facebook... or not, Yeah, Facebook, as I've been uh, on hold. And, you know, we uh, lost another former DJ today, Ron Chapman, oh, who is famous for... I uh, know. I knew Ron quite well, actually. Uh, not not going back to when he came to Dallas as Irving Harrington, but when he uh, when he got to KVIL, which later became a mega success, but wasn't at first. And I remember he got there when it was nothing but an automation, and there were three employees. That was the entire staff. And one night they were all riding down the elevator and. <laughs> Ron turned uh, turned to one of them and said, "Do you realize if there's elevator crash, the entire staff of KBIL would be wiped out?" But, 
<laughs> the, uh, the other thing he did, at, and again, later this became a mega successful station, but when it wasn't, when it was all automated, he gave me a great idea, and that was weather outside the window. And what this was, since it was automated, they had the weather reports, but weather would be changeable, obviously. And so, you know, they had the conditions for if it's going to rain or hail or if it's sunny or whatever. But, you know, occasionally it was something that was just freaky that changed in the weather. And so Ron developed the weather outside the window file where he's saying, you won't believe it, Dallas. Take a look out the window. Can you believe that? That would be all all he say because he had no idea what it might be so he was very clever and of course he had tv show something else which was great and sadly the guy who uh directed that bud bouchard is no longer with us he died a few months ago so yeah no I, I've, I've only heard the air checks but ron sounded like he, he was quite a communicator like he loved to have put phones on the air oh, yeah. and yeah. really had a sense of the community well, he um, was originally, and, they, when they hired him, they named him Irving Harrington at uh, at Cliff, and he was a part of the morning show. And yeah, he. I thought was, it was Her- Harrigan, actually. Reading this in the past, Har- I seem to Harrigan. remember the story that, yeah, Harrigan. Harrigan, that yeah. he. He was put on. Harrigan, he was yeah. moved around and put on all yeah. nights, and then he finally had to develop a personality because he knew he'd be on his way out, and that's how he became Irving Harrigan and the Milkman's yeah. matinee right. and. and uh, Charlie and Harrigan. Right, exactly. And then, of course, that was later used in a number of markets, like in San Diego, Hudson and Harrigan and all that. Yes, absolutely. And sadly, he had a stroke. Oh, gosh, it's probably been about 10 years ago now. So he has not been okay for a long time. So kind of dying at at the right time, but it was just... Kept alive and not yeah. quite what he used to be. Yeah, exactly, and very, very sad because uh, he and he, you know, by all accounts, I I never heard an unkind word out of him, and I didn't see him that often, but it was always fun to see him. Oh well, that's really cool to hear those stories, and it seemed I got that impression from the air checks that he just seemed like a nice guy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, when he when he and George Johns got together when uh, when Fairbanks bought KBIL, that was just magic. Yeah, turned it, turned that station around. Yeah, boy, I'll tell you, <laughs> a lot different than a three-person <laughs> automated also ran. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, so 1962. I'm seeing how how okay. far I can go back. So what I did here is I went ahead and uh, went to uh, a record that. The Beatles covered on their second album here, introducing the Beatles. So, therefore, it probably got more recognition for that. But, of course, this is the original hit. And uh, maybe, uh, maybe you know who this is. I recognize the song, but I can't think of the artist. It's a, he had a few other hits, I know. Oh, yes, absolutely. And uh, actually, one of the songs he wrote, he didn't originally sing, but it was probably the only big hit for a, for a Floridian Steve Alamo. But uh, he did You Better Move On. That was him. And, uh, of course, this is uh, Anna. And... Uh, uh, Trying to think what else I can tell you that might uh, might help, but uh, bottom line is it was Arthur Alexander. Okay. 
Okay, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have got that name, but I definitely do know the song. Oh yeah, I figured you'd know the song, but I thought, well, maybe you did some research and had uh, had an idea. But uh, yeah, uh, his stuff was just great. It, it kind of reminds me of like a uh, Brooke Benton kind of style, but a little bit more, a little more range. Yeah, and he's an interesting guy. He was right from the Muscle Shoals area. He's from Sheffield, so right in the heart of that great Muscle Shoals sound. And he actually had a day job. He was a bus driver. And, uh, really? Yeah, and he, uh, he later was inducted into the Alabama Music Hall of Fame. But uh, uh, he also did a shot of rhythm and blues, which was just uh, it was a, actually big in the U.K., uh, and a great, great record that, that should have done something, but of course it didn't here, like most of everything that's good. But in <sighs> any event, uh, he did Soldier of Love, he did, which was uh, a Buzz Cason record. And a lot of... Uh, a lot of wonderful, uh, wonderful things. And so uh, he was originally on Judd Records. Judd Phillips was uh, Sam Phillips' brother. And uh, you better move on and stuff. That was all done at fame. Okay. No, the, thanks for the background. Is he still alive? Or no, he I no wish. He died him? in 93. And so okay. he did not. He died 53 years old in Nashville. And, uh, Very young. Yeah, exactly. And that was uh, that was sad because he was uh, just uh, just terrific. But he's the uh, only songwriter to have songs covered by the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, and Bob Dylan on studio albums. So he did okay with those royalties, let's hope. Well, I hope so. You know, it's hard to say. He was later on Dot, and Randy Wood was a pretty stand-up guy uh, as far as that goes. So uh, uh, I would say probably did better than a lot of folks. But when, when Steve Alamo did Every Day I Have to Cry Some, that was 1962. And uh, then Dusty Springfield released it on the Only Want to Be With You album. And uh, he's on, he on Monument, for, well, actually on Monument, sister label Soundstage 7. And uh, they, were, they were reasonable about royalties. So maybe, I hope so anyway. Certainly to the point where hopefully he didn't have to drive bus for the rest well, of his life. No, he did. <laughs> he really oh. did, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but you know, so so be it. And uh, just uh, just you'll, now you have to go check out all the stuff because I think you'll find something you really like, and definitely check out a shot of rhythm and blues. Okay, I will take a look for that. All right, good deal. And if you don't find it, I'll play it for you. Sounds good. Okay, good. Thanks for calling, Donovan. Thanks, Charlie. All right. So, yeah. And he's, uh, he's buried in Florence. So uh, he was right from that Muscle Shoals area start to finish. All right. 888-876-5593. We've got Louise, who is a first-time caller. Well, I'm thrilled about that. Hello, Louise. Hi there, Raleigh. Love your show. Thank you. Uh, Thursday at the end, toward the end of your show, you were talking about Bennett Brothers. Yeah, the catalog. You betcha. Yes, that was my very first job out of high school. Oh, wow. I worked there for three years. I was their receptionist slash switchboard operator back in the day when you had your plug-in and plug-out. Oh, wow. And, yeah, it, it, was, it was interesting. A lot of huge showroom uh, with the expensive jewelry. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, you betcha. Now, as receptionist and stuff like that, what is the strangest phone call you ever got? 
Oh, back then, I don't even remember. Really? That was uh, over 50 years. Oh, but, oh I'm uh, sure, but I would I would have thought a few stood out, because I can only imagine who called. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, you know, I made $78 a week. Yeah. I thought that was... Well, the most money in the world. Yeah, yeah, in the in the mid sixties or whatever, that was okay. Sixty four, great. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I think a minimum wage then was a buck fifteen. So uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So I I remember funny. those days well. <laughs> and then I would go to learners. Yeah. Uh, to buy you know clothes for work. Right. Right. So I just. Uh, like I said, I heard heard you Thursday night, and I yeah. thought, I've got to call in. Oh, no, I'm so glad you did. Now, you, you'd probably be amazed to know that those catalogs on eBay are bringing like 100 bucks. Yeah, that's what I heard, yeah. yeah it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, who, who would have thought it? But, no, they were, they were so neat because they were hardcover. They were hardcover, yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, wow. But you, if I remember correctly... It was mailed out to people. Yeah. I don't. Re- I don't remember people actually coming into the showroom. Right, right, exactly. Uh, it w- it was absolutely mailed, and uh, you know, you, you you think about it, and it was really the precursor to the way business is done now every day. Right, right. And so, yeah, that had been around since the '30s. So. That would have really been started during the Depression. Well, I love your show, and I just thought I would call in and let you know that was my first job out of, I, out of high I school. I love it. That's, that's terrific. All right. Well, thanks for letting me know, and call me again. Okay. Have a great night. All right. You too. Bye. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think, I think Gail Bennett died about, oh, about 15 years ago now in Boynton Beach, Florida. And uh, it was his father who started it in the, uh, in the 30s. And uh, I, I think they, uh, it was originally a New York-based business, although I think they were from like Des Moines, but, uh, but it was a New York-based business. And then they settled in Chicago uh, for every good reason in the world, in, including it was a hub for printing. And uh, yeah, well, the Sears catalog, what else do you need to know, right? And that's uh, that was just great. And the Bennett Blue Book of Quality Merchandise, and it was uh, it was wonderful. And I have never tried to find this out, but I wouldn't be surprised. Is did that turn in in some level to an internet business? Obviously, not as Bennett, or we'd see it, but uh, in some way, because I still do not understand how the Sears catalog didn't morph into you know the Amazon, so to speak. You know, especially since they were involved with Prodigy and everything else. So they were aware of the Internet. How did they get rid of that catalog? But I digress, as I do often. Chuck is in South Carolina. Welcome to WGN Radio. Hey, Raleigh. Good to hear you tonight. Thanks. Uh, I don't know if it's because of the Jays or not, but these bumpers are killers tonight. Every one of them is really great. Oh, good. And uh, I was going to take a guess. Two bumpers ago, yeah. uh, you talked about the group that toured the South and yeah. Vanderbilt and this and that. Just going to take a wild guess, Jive 5. No, no. Oh, I love the Jive 5. No. Eugene Pitt and the Jive 5. I'll tell you who it was because no one's going to get it. It was the Jades, J-A-E-D-E-S, the Jades. Teach me a lesson in love. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but, I, I know that name. That, yeah. that, that rings a bell. And uh, 
Uh, I'll just go take uh, whatever you pick of the Jive Fives for a future. Uh, oh yeah! Oh man! Absolutely. So, uh, so g- give me a great one anyway. And then uh, on the uh, question, I was going to say uh, letter writing or sending thank you notes, something like that. Well, that's interesting. That's not right, but and and too bad because it has declined. But no. But I have a feeling you're going to recognize the next bumper. So, Possibly. <laughs> yeah, so feel free to call back if you do. All right, okay, always thanks. good to hear from you. Thanks, Chuck. So we'll pick it up right there on WGN Radio. with a J, and of course that's a pop standard, Jerome Kern wrote it, but 1959 on Ardell, that was uh, probably the best vocal group harmony version of that, and it's interesting because the original 45 on the Ardell label uh, actually has the the Jaguars, oh, never mind, I just gave it away, sing uh, The Way You Look Tonight. Now, what's interesting about that is it's upside down. So the Ardell is right side up, but the group and the title is upside down. So I just blew it because I gave it to you, the Jaguars. But it is the Jaguars. And, of course, you must have known that, I would assume. But <laughs> maybe not. I'll try not to give away the last two bumper stumpers, but we'll, we'll see. I do have a question out there. An official survey measuring trends among Americans every year since 1972 shows a long-term gradual decrease in this since the latter 1980s in America. Gradual decrease in what? Uh, 888-876-5593 is 8888-RALEIGH. We'll get to James on the south side in moments. He's got several guesses, but I have a feeling there's a guess or two in you as well. And if you don't like my question, don't, don't forget, you can have your own category. You can pick music or advertising or anything. If you know something about it, I'll find a question to test your knowledge as we come into the final half hour on Monday Night Trivia right here on WGN Radio. Yes, 
I'm Raleigh James. Bumpers numbers A to Z. We're tackling the letter J, and that's part one this week. All the groups are artists' first names start with the letter J. And interestingly, I love this song by two different groups. And both of them start with the letter J. So when we go on to part two next week, maybe I'll play the other version. Maybe you know who this is. All right, we got one more after that. And then uh, then uh, maybe I'll reveal them all to you at the end of that. Or remember, you can always go to Raleigh.net, R-O-L-L-Y-E dot N-E-T, and I list them all there in case you were wondering. Now, an official survey measuring trends among Americans every year since 1972 shows a long-term gradual decrease in this since the latter 80s. Gradual decrease in what? All right, James on the south side with his million and one guesses. Number one? Okay, Oscar viewing. No. (laughs) Yeah, right. That's that's definitely on the downhill. No. That's uh, Okay, expository writing. No. Um, um, okay, um, I'm going to go with, uh, sending cards. No. Uh, okay, um, um, go, okay, I'm going to go with, um, okay, I'm going to go, go with, with, um, um, uh, 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 okay, uh, 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 uh being courteous. No. Okay. Uh, shivery. No. That's five. Okay. Uh, okay, we're going to go with... Um, okay, we're, we're, we're going to go with... Uh, um, oh, this one doesn't sound right, but I'll, I'll <laughs> throw it out today <laughs> anyway. Okay, uh, we're gonna go with uh, uh, I I I know this can't be it, but uh, uh, a motorcycle club membership. No, no. <laughs> I, I I figured that one was probably not it. All right, that's uh, six. Okay. You're coming up on seven. Okay. Lucky seven. What do you got? Okay. Okay. Uh, book reading. No. Uh, uh, writing. No. Uh, obviously, um, we're going to go with, uh, um, uh, let's see. We'll, we'll go with television watch. No. Um, I was going to say voting, but we kind of bent, I uh, kind of went up a little bit this last. Time. All right, not on voting, so that's ten. Okay, um, okay, civil discourse. No, this is all true, by the way, but that's not the answer. Okay, um, um, yay, we're going to say, um, um, uh, staying. Okay, we're going to say in uh, putting. Okay, um. Uh, uh, intact families, meaning uh, yeah. a, a mother, father, right. a, a child, that sort of thing. No. Okay. Um, Unlucky 13 okay, coming up. Okay. We're going to go with uh, um, 
I was going to say uh, worship service, but I think that might have already been said. Yeah, not right. Move on. So 14. Okay. Uh, they, I was going to say... Uh, but by the way, John, by, I want to mention John. Thank you. John was a first time caller, and that was going to be his guest, church attendance. I appreciate you calling, John, and I hope you call again. All right, so not church attendance. Keep going. You get two more here for 15. Okay. Um, okay, I'm going to say theater attendance. Nope. Give me one more. Radio, radio, uh, uh, listen to radio? No. All right, call me back. I have a feeling oh, you'll give me 15 oh, more. Oh, thing? yes, did yes. You get my, okay, did you get my email about the, about the uh, Willie White? No, when did you send it? Okay, I sent it, I think it was a couple of days ago. It went, okay, since I went, I'm, I'm still trying to learn how to okay. spell. It actually went, oh, okay, I said Raleigh.net. Okay, no, I found it. I found Gmail. it. What, right, yeah, no one ever uses that address, so I trashed it all, but I just found it. Uh, and uh, here here it is. Uh, Willie White released a CD in 2008 called Party Hardy on the Zate label. Ten songs, including the title mm-hmm. track, Party Hardy. Uh, on YouTube, go to Willie White, Party Hardy. Two song requests, plus three cool cats. All right, good deal. I'll print this out, and uh, we'll be happy to uh, get some of them. Yeah. No, normally I don't ever use that address, so I don't even look at the emails. But thank you. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh. I mean, it was the first time this I had actually even you even tried to send an email. Well, it worked. It I worked. No, hey, no, it worked. Next time, just write Raleigh at Raleigh.net. Okay. Yeah, Raleigh okay, at Raleigh.net. Raleigh Raleigh yeah. Okay. Yep. But I got uh, this. So congratulations. It worked. Okay. All right. Well, that's good to know. Oh, I was going to say, uh, okay, using, fo- uh, I was going to say, fo- okay, using, uh, using landline. Oh, no, that's 16. Nope. Okay. <laughs> okay, thanks. Okay, bye. Okay. All okay, right. you good have deal. a good evening. You too. Bye. All right. So uh, if, if inspiration strikes, call me back. Now, let's see. Johnny D in Youngstown. Welcome to WGN Radio. What's up, Johnny D? Hey, Raleigh. Uh, like everybody, I'm just listening, enjoying your program. Thank you. Thank Some you. people do. And I wanted to participate, so I was thinking on this trivia question, uh, you know, it's a little bit off the wall, but what has been on the decline uh, for like about what twenty, thirty years, something like that? Uh, since the since the late eighties, so yeah, yeah. Well, uh, both my daughters had uh, destination weddings, right? Yeah. Is what they call them, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't know that until they started. Until they had them, yeah, but. Uh, I, I was thinking uh, maybe traditional wedding receptions have been declining. That's a nice guess. It's not what I'm looking for, but it's a nice guess. Okay. Now we we played well, we played your Dean Martin. Hopefully, you heard that last week. Absolutely. Okay. So now it's an olive oil voice. If and you listen to it now. Yes, it's great. Now we have uh, what is hit by Tower of Power. So we'll get that for you. 
Okay, I'll be waiting and listening. Okay. Thank you for that, Raleigh. Oh, my pleasure. Okay, talk to you soon. Okay, bye. (laughs) Bye Bye-bye. All right, so, yeah, I like Tower of Power, so happy to do that. Rich, driving along the highways and byways, well, Illinois and Indiana. Anyway, thanks for taking me for the ride. Love to ride. Hi, Rich. How are you doing tonight, Raleigh? All right, how about yourself? Oh, not bad. I'm still in Illinois. I kind of overslept tonight. It's kind of one of them nights where just cooling down a little bit. Just You need to oversleep once in a while. Just, oh, uh, oh, yeah, I every, recommend it. Just yes. keep everybody keep everybody even, you know? Well, sure, plus sleep is sacred. Whenever you can actually get more sleep, take it. Yep. Yeah, I got two guesses. Yeah. Just throwing them off the wall. Okay. Uh, drinking and driving. No, I hope that's on the decline, but even if it is, texting and driving has replaced it. Yeah. All right. Then, then the other one is, I don't know exactly how to phrase it, but buying new cars, like people keeping their cars longer? No, that's not it either. But I'll tell you what, with the cost of new cars, I can't imagine anybody buying them. I don't know who these people are. Yeah, I mean, I keep mine at least 10 years. Well, mine mine uh, now has its historic plates. My old Z twenty eight, yeah. So uh, that yeah, but see now the Z the Z twenty eight's a real car. Yeah, you know, that's a muscle car. Yeah. So yeah, you know that well, that does become a collector car. But well, I I yeah, insist I mean, on eight cylinders. Period. We have we have uh, one five vehicles now, and four of them are big honking eights. We've only got two. My wife's got a Taurus that's got a four-cylinder twin turbo, and it screams. I mean, it's totally surprised me. Well, they got it used, right? They they have good torque. I mean, there's no doubt that you'll get the pickup, you'll get the torque, but as far as just raw power, it's just not there. Right. Well, see, I found another thing driving a truck. Everybody talks about horsepower, but like for a semi, it's torque. Well, of course. Because once you once you get once you get rolling, you don't need five hundred horses. No, no. What but if you can have? You know. But if you can have two thousand pounds of torque, you can you can get moving. Well, right. No, you're a hundred percent right about that. And I always say that uh, the the driving test for four wheelers should include how long it takes a loaded semi to stop, because it seems like people don't understand the concept. Yep. Oh, yeah. Just one quick story about. Oh, 25 years ago, when I was hauling oversized loads, construction products, I got a ticket for driving on a on a on a lawn, back in a trailer into a job site. I had to pull up onto the grass to get straightened out. Well, cops showed up, got a ticket. Went to quote traffic school. So the boss says, "Yeah, this is a this is a BS ticket." So we got a job near the community college I had to do. And he says, "If you'll take a load up there Saturday, just." take the truck to your driving class and uh you know you get paid for it from us too so right and then don't don't go on my license so i parked the semi out in the parking lot and, you know and i'm in the class and the teacher goes around the cop that's the instructor goes around and asks everybody what our crimes were right you know you had people with duis and accidents and i said i drove on a lawn with a semi <laughs> and it was like you know and he goes, is that your semi outside? I said, yep. He says, meet me at break. And he says, I'm going to write you off as, as passing, but can we let people sit in your truck? I said, oh, yeah. He said, he put, you know, he goes, all right. 
put them in the truck, and I had electric mirrors, so I showed him how to adjust the mirrors to see the trailer. Right. And then he had people walking beside the trailer and says, now, toot the electric horn when you can see them. Uh-huh. And people were amazed on how you could not see in these things, even as tall up as you are. Exactly. You know, and then he had them walking in front of the truck, you know, standing. But, of course, the truck was off. Right, of course. Had them stand with their back, back against the grill and start walking forwards to uh, let people show how far out you have to be in order to be seen. Yeah. So it was, it, it was, it was worthwhile, you know. No, it is, and it's amazing to me how ignorant four-wheelers are of this. And I'll tell you, I never would have made a good 18-wheeler driver because I swear I just slaughter them. So many guys have lost their lives protecting these stupid people, and I just never would have. I'd have plowed right over them. I've always had this nightmare fantasy dream that uh, just before I retire, I put a hydraulic ram behind my bumpers (laughs) and, and put a... And put a railroad tie behind it, and then in traffic, when you're stopped, just push the cars forwards a little bit, <laughs> and then pull the bumper back, and let them try to figure out what happened. I think that's great. <laughs> that's just terrific. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I did. I did tell you how I got my license to drive a semi, didn't you? Didn't no, I? no. Well, I was in the army, and uh, I was a motor pool mechanic, and they came down to the motor pool one day and said, "Hey." Uh, Go grab a five-ton tractor, that was the Army's smallest semi, in a flatbed, and about 30 straps. Okay. Well, what's going on? He says, well, you're going to go haul bombs today. Ooh. And I says, well, I don't have a license to drive. And he says, well, if you get back, we'll give you a license. <laughs> <laughs> That's good old Army training. Yeah, training. Just if, send you out there, and if you if, make it back, we'll give you a license for it. If you get back. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's encouraging. Yeah. And, um, you know, when you're 18, 19 years old, you're bulletproof. So, yeah, oh, okay, sure. I can do this. Sure. Yeah, and so, you did. Yeah, and I'm still doing it. And maybe I regret not making it back. <laughs> maybe well, I should have put the truck in a ditch. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Just keep driving. Yeah. yeah. You know, you mentioned horsepower, and I was amazed recently, I don't know where I've been, I missed this, that things like the fro- the Bronco Sport from Ford is now a three-cylinder engine. Yep. Yeah, no, just no. And they're saying, you know, it's got 190 uh, pounds of torque, uh, but uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a concept the- I'm having trouble with. The new little Bronco Sport is based on a Ford Focus. Yes. It, it's a little bitty car chassis. Yes. And, all, and they look like a, they look like a uh, well, I've said it all along about this, that Jeep Renegade, I think it is. Right. They look like a, they look like a Kia, what's that, oh. Soul? Yeah. The one that had the hamsters in it? Yes. It looks like a, it looks like a Kia Soul on steroids. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't. I just. I'm just not down with the uh, with the program. So, right. <laughs> oh man! But the full but the full size bron full size Bronco is going to be the big V8. Yeah, you better hope There's, it is. Well, I mean, they, they've already yeah. talked about that. There's yeah. going to be two of them. The the Sport is the small one, and yeah. the, they're coming out with a Bronco that's going to be the full size, and it's it's supposed to have one of the options I've read is. It's supposed to have like 780 horses. Ooh! For the uh, it'll be like the uh, the Raptor version of a uh, a Bronco. 
Now that's impressive. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it'll probably be about eighty or ninety thousand right, dollars right. where the average person can't afford it. Right, the price of what used so. to be a house, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I think if it weren't for the seven-year payment plan, they couldn't charge this kind of money. Unfortunately, a lot of people who buy these cars, they won't last seven years. Right. Yeah, and you don't realize you're you're paying seven years on it until you get down the road, and it's like it's not paid for yet. You know. Yeah. Well, that's right. That's right, and depending on your insurance, you're you're basically driving a liability because uh, they right. won't, they won't give you as much as you you owe on it usually. So, yeah. yeah, I don't get it. You know, obviously the world passed me by. Right. Well, that's like semis. You know, they're oh. like one hundred and fifty to two hundred thousand dollars, but you're making money with them. Well, that's what so I was in a way that's a that's a in business. a way they're cheaper. Sure, it is, and it's they're a business cheap. expense, and you and you write it off appropriately. Right. Of course. But yeah, people don't people don't realize, you know, you drive past a truck stop and there's probably what, three billion dollars oh, worth of equipment and easy. fuel sitting there. Easy. You betcha there is. So All right. All right. Well, Always good to hear from great you. Talking to you. Likewise. Thanks and for have calling. A good Rich. Weekend. You too. Yep. I'll get back. Yep. Um, bye-bye. All right. So eight 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 seven six five five nine three. Any any final guesses? I don't know. Do you want me to hold this over or do you want me to tell you? An official survey measuring trends among Americans every year since 1972 shows a long-term gradual decrease in this since the latter 80s. Now, I can tell you, or I can give you a week to think about it, or you can knock it off right now. 8888-R-O-L-L-Y-E on WGN Radio. Stumper tonight. Who are they? Actually, I know what it says on the label, and I kind of know, but I have a feeling nobody's going to get this. You'll be my hero if you know more about this than I do, which is pretty much everything. But here's the deal: it was an, it was on Enrica, and based on the label number, it came out in 1969. It's a great song. That's the flip side, actually. The the A side was my pride, but. Here's what it says on the Enrica label. It says, James D., 
and a piece of the action and the primates. Obviously, the Supremes were originally primates, but this is, you know, post-dated that. So those are not the primates, uh, unless they recorded it in 1960 or so, 61, never released it. But I don't think so. I don't know who a piece of the action was. James D. was actually um, Jimmy Dudley. And he was from uh, Atlanta, that I know. And uh, I thought it was a great little record, and clearly I know nothing about it. But uh, I'll list all the bumper stumpers on Raleigh.net. But to uh, go down the list of artists, J.J. Jackson, Jackie Brenston, Jackie Moore, Jackie Payne, Jackie Ross, Jackie Shane, Jackie Wilson, the Jacks, the Jades, James Crawford, the Jaguars, James and Bobby Purify, and James D. in a piece of the action and the primates. Whoever, yeah, and so that uh, that's the uh, that's the deal on uh, on all that, and uh, yeah, I still don't know if we'll hold it over or not. So I will uh, I will not give you the answer for tonight's question. I'll at least let you think about it for a week, and then I'll have some other questions as well next Monday night. But an official survey measuring trends among Americans every year since 1972 shows a long term gradual decrease in this since the latter 80s. Gradual decrease in what? All right, you think. About about that and we thank dan for keeping us on the air we thank john for keeping you in line and answering your calls yeah i thank you for calling more than anything else and of course for listening but especially for calling i'm raleigh james that's a wrap it's wgn radio